Yo, yo, check this out. Check this out. Previously heard. Previously heard. On Good Hope FM. Let's go. Chatting to Steve Aoki, one of the legends of music, one of the legends of the world, a man who needs absolutely no introduction. Steve, thank you very much for your time. We play your music all the time. We draw so much inspiration from what you've done, from your past projects, and we're looking forward to the future. The whole world is in lockdown. Is that is it similar to your side? Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, I, I don't know what the, the world looks like outside my house. I've just been kind of in my neighborhood. I'll, I'll take some jogs around the neighborhood, but from what I understand, Las Vegas is back to essential businesses, so there's a lot of activity going on. I think people are like out and about, but um, I I wear a mask. I always have a mask in my pocket, so if I'm like gonna go out, I'm gonna just put it on. It's not a big deal to me to wear a mask. No, of course. Uh, I just quickly want to touch base on your foundation, the Aoki Foundation. Tell us about some of the work that you guys are busy with. Yeah, so our whole foundation is focused on everything about the brain. So finding cures for the degenerative diseases in the brain, also finding like ways to unlock the doors, if you will, if you will, in our brain that we're we're trying to get into and trying to explore more about. And uh, especially now during COVID, we're focusing a lot on mental health because you know stress levels are on the rise, anxieties on the rise. You know, I mean, we're we're in isolation, so we're just dealing with fi- finding out ways how to cope. The, the foundation created this this series called Mindfulness Marathon, and I'm talking to experts in various fields where they talk about and kind of share insight on how to deal with COVID. And information available on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, so it's on YouTube. Uh, also, my the website's aokifoundation.org. See all the different things that we've done, who we raise our money for, how to donate, that kind of stuff. is really exciting stuff that I think a lot of people would like to know about. Just in terms of, of uh, inspiration at the moment, to make new music, to do online parties, where's your mind at? Yeah, that's exactly, you just nailed it on the head what I'm doing. My The main thing I'm doing right now is studio time, working on music, a ton of remixes in the studio a lot and then and then these virtual dj sets like i did i did three already this week it's like set up in my house i did like you know like the first fortnite uh first in-game dj set in fortnite that was really really cool uh, steve yeah, speaking but, uh, of your house is that the same house that uh, scott disick flip disick flip is, is that the house you're in yeah 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 exactly yeah he helped you have a beautiful home too. thanks man yeah he helped me because i needed i needed more space in there because um this this house is just a glorified studio with accommodations <laughs> it's like the main the main focus of this house is my studio and i have artists coming here songwriters coming here I have camps coming here well not anymore but i did and when you have like a bunch of songwriters and musicians all sharing ideas and playing music like I, actually i didn't have enough room so he built he helped me build these pods out so that that way people can just crash or working for eight hours and they need to take a nap they can just crash these pods so yeah. you you've been to cape town you performed an ultra did you try any of our foods local foods oh yeah 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 no I, i've um that was an incredible show that was one of the last shows i've done kind of like the farewell to what the normal was cape town joburg incredible shows um, the food, I uh, I didn't really get a chance to stay there that much. Last time I was there, I really I really went in on some food. I don't remember what I ate, but <laughs> I mean, it was just kind of a in and out. Like I, I did Cape Town, I, I did the um, hike. I think we went to Tabletop Mountain. I love exploring through Cape Town too. So it's a beautiful, beautiful place. We'd love to have you back sometime. Talk to us about Aoki Pizza. <laughs> well, I mean, we don't have 
uh, pizza aoki in in South Africa. So maybe through the show we can find a partner. I think we have 11, 11 different cities across the United States now. And since since COVID, we've used our pizza hubs as kitchens to you know just get pizzas out to all the healthcare workers and awesome. frontliners. So that that's been great to be able to feed like the people on the front line that are um, you know risking their lives to help out everyone. It's just it's just a good feeling that we can help out in any way. I just want to start branching out and you get in South Africa. We'd love it here. Awesome. What inspires you? What is your process to make music? I mean, you just have to leave your mind completely open. Everything. There's no like box. There's no window. It's just, it's, you have to be inspired by everything every day. I mean, I've always called myself a human sampler. So I'm always like sampling ideas as I travel, even fashion to music. And since I get to travel so much and I get to experience so much, you know, pre-COVID, I'm lucky. So I, I get a lot of different, you know, references and ideas and, and working with different sounds. I mean, actually in South Africa, I was taking an Uber somewhere and the driver, the driver was playing some really cool music. At that moment, that time, if you don't keep your mind open to be affected and know that like anything is a stimulus, I was just like a student in the car. I was like, who is this artist? Like, can you play other artists? Pull up your Spotify, let me see your playlist. And I just was taking pictures and like, and like um, recording audio uh, on my phone. My phone has like a bunch of voice notes of me like doing melodies into the phone or me recording sounds, me recording people even like like when someone talks in a different language I want I record them literally everything I'm just I'm just sampling and recording and in this case the, the Uber driver was my teacher I love it so before COVID arrived what were your plans for the year uh, I, before COVID arrived I was on tour I was on my Neon Teacher 4 tour my, my album came out um, during COVID it's a COVID baby and uh, I had to pull, get pulled off tour I was touring across the United States so I came from South Africa and then I came back to the States and I jumped on this tour and I was in the middle of the tour, a sold out US tour with Timmy Trumpet and we got pulled off, it sucks, but you know, it is what it is. Future collaborations, who would you like to work with? That I kind of keep to myself because I feel like the surprise element is oh. always the best best way to get people hyped on a, on a collab. I work with tons of artists. It's very rare I don't, I, I like say no to a collaboration. Cause even like the ones that you would be like, whoa, that would be weird and probably not good. I probably would be very curious about. The ones that don't fit are the, the challenges I like to take on. Kinda. So so how, how does it work? Is it, uh, do you have an idea of somebody that you want to work with or somebody comes to you and say they want to collaborate? Or is it a meeting of the minds? Definitely goes both ways. I mean, most of the time it's me going out. Unless they're my friends already, they know how to reach me. Sometimes, yeah, it, it's it's rare, but sometimes management will funnel in like, hey, this artist wants to work with you. But 90% of the time is um, I'm reaching out. You know, like, especially like Neon Future 4, there's there's a wide array of collaborations, like, like Sting. You know, I've always wanted to work with Sting. I've been a fan of the police since I was a kid. And I and I made a song with like uh, you know someone that 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 upholds the le legacy of music. Period. You know, to the Backstreet Boys, to the Monster X, to Maluma, to so across the board. I, I want to work with all different kinds of artists. When I step into album mode, I really go let's let's like really focus on thinking about the world. Like working with Alok from Brazil to Alan Walker in Norway. You know to Lei Zhang based in China, Agnes Mo based in Jakarta, you know, obviously American artists as well. I need to work with some South African artists, you know, I'm, I'm just like always thinking like global. My music is global, 
and it, which has allowed me to tour around the world. I do 250 shows a year around the world every year, um, pre-COVID. Like as I tour, I get inspired too. It like, I learn about new sounds and there's always new genres popping up in all the different places that, that like these little subsets around the world. I want to hear about that. I want to know about it, you know? So if, if you didn't do music, if, if, it, if you weren't Steve Aoki, uh, a global then global icon, what else would you have done? I'm really into science. And uh, well, you know, because of the brain and, and um, I wouldn't say I would want to be a scientist, but I, I, I probably would be in that field some way, somehow. It's just exciting. It's a, it's definitely, it strikes a passion point in my heart or my brain, really, because it all comes from the brain. But when I find out a breakthrough in science, like just recently, I, I mean, I had to sign an NDA. I had to sign like a long NDA. Um, to do this. I felt really special that I was able to, to try this out. It's brain technology. We finally like talked about it in public, but I put on this brain scan kind of like cap and I went into this room and it was playing songs of mine. So they definitely like play it to me just to, you know, like make me feel like special, but they, they put on a bunch of my songs and they play a song and the, the, the computer can just by like having nodes on my brain, non-invasive, you know, like you're, there's obviously Neuralink, which, you know, that Elon Musk is working on where you have to like, kind of like fishermen drill a hole in your in your skull and it goes right, attaching right to your brain. This one's not invasive. So it, it can uh, detect what I'm hearing. Unbelievable, my brain. it's amazing. Yeah, and it just pops up on the screen and, and it did it like a number of times. So, I mean, there's already technology that can kind of see, like if you see like, let's say a desert with some camels across, like there's technology from five years ago that can kind of see it like a very, very, not, I wouldn't say blurry, but another word for that, like an image of like a desert with some like blobs coming across. So there's technology that's leading to that now. There's technology now in 2020 that can basically be a mental Shazam without you even telling you, you know, like it'll tell you what you're listening to. That's incredible. Tell us about Aoki's world. Aoki's world. Yes, that's like uh, it's like my mini doc. You know, um, ever since I'll sleep when I'm dead came out. Um, well, I've been doing it before then, but I felt the need to always document the, the ongoings of my life. It's fun. Just just post up uh, videos, post up content from all my different stories that are happening uh, all around the world on my YouTube channel. But yeah, so Aoki's world is uh is like my fun way for fans to get involved with what's happening with me. So you wake up in the morning, you get inspired, you get you hit the studio, you you're making sounds, you you feeling it or you're not feeling it. How do you know what to release? How do you know what will work, what won't work? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You definitely have to trust your gut. I mean, it's also like fine wine. You sit you sit with uh, your ideas. Like some of the melodies I wrote in Neon Future 4 that just my album that just came out, some of those melodies were from 2013. So I have a whole bank of melodies, I have a whole bank of beats that I keep that that just don't get old to me. You know, I might have to update the other production, maybe the drums, maybe something else, but whatever it might be. Like I'll keep certain elements that stick with me over time. And if like I come back to it a week later and it's just like, nah, it's in the garbage. But like you have I, like you have to keep the things that, that work for you and trust that. I mean, th at the end of the day, as a producer, you want to make music that has a timeless quality. One of my biggest songs I made in 2009 is a, actually a remix of Pursuit of Happiness. That song is over 10 years old and it's timeless. It's, I still play it at the end of my shows. You know, 10 years later, thousands of shows later, I'm still playing that song. You like, that's the goal is, is to make songs like that where 
you could play them. You know, it's just like if you go see like a um, your favorite band from like when you're a kid and they're playing music that just strikes a chord. It's like, it'll never get old. It's like always with you. So if you can make music like that, then like, you know, you'll be all right in your career, you know? I just have tons of ideas like that. And then and then you have to learn to let go. That's the other thing about being a producer is, is like, when to stop finishing the songs. You can always tweak, you can always fine tune and keep going forever, you know? And you have to learn to stop. Steve Aoki, the ultimate song for you. If you had to choose the one song that, that stands up, when you were chatting now about a timeless song, when I think about timeless music, I think about Michael Jackson, I think about Billie Jean, I think about Thriller, I'm Sting and the Police. And those are the songs that comes to mind. What is yours? Uh, Probably the, probably Queen. Ah. I was going to have a go-to. Bohemian Rhapsody is such a great song. And also just watching the movie to see I'm the inspiration, I mean, behind it. I mean, it's incredible. It's, it's become probably one of the biggest songs in history. And I know. And it's like eight minutes long. <laughs> and for you, what would be the one song that you would want everybody to remember you by? If you think Steve Aoki, this is the song we want to remember. That's a tough one. I, I don't have a choice, though. They're gonna, people are going <laughs> to remember me by the song that that like hit them the hardest or hit the hit their heart the hardest you know because that that's like the most important you want a song that like makes you feel something really special you know sure. that's the most important thing about being a producer is you want to make music that really touches people emotionally lifts them up i think one of my favorite experiences you know meeting fans is is like meeting some fans that were going through some really really tough times and them sharing their stories of my music being able to help get them through cancer or get them through like really bad breakups or whatnot that music has always been there for me in that way growing up and now so like knowing that like i can make a song that can help people like that is, is, a, is like it's a great feeling so i i'd have to just be like i just have to let them choose you know well, last question, who who do you like to share stage with? Who do I want to share stage with? Yeah, uh, like all like all time? All time, yeah. The Beatles. Huh? <laughs> okay, I didn't see that coming. Yeah, the Beatles, the greatest band on earth. I love the Beatles. They're my favorite. Fantastic. Steve Aoki, absolute pleasure and a big honor to be chatting to you. All the best with the music. Good luck uh, with the touring. Hopefully after COVID-19, we get to see you again. Thanks, guys. Feeling for more, for more. Tune in to goodhopfm.co.za. It's all you need.